Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hockey Canada's CEO and the entire board of directors will leave the organization after facing fierce criticism for its handling of the alleged sexual assaults and all the rest. The national organization has announced the departures in a statement on uh, Tuesday morning after hearing months and months of calls for leadership changes within the body and seeing its major sponsors walk away over the past week. The statement says, effective immediately, Hockey Canada's board announced the departure of Chief Executive Officer Scott Smith. The entire board has also agreed to step down to make room for a new slate of directors. An interim management committee will be put in place, which will guide the organization until no later than a newly constituted board appoints a new CEO to lead the organization, which is going to be done no later than an upcoming virtual election scheduled for December 17th. So there's your timeline, and you're probably pretty familiar with how we got to this point. I mean, as I said many times, at some point in the very near future, we were going to be uh, Hockey Canada being a CEO and a board in charge of absolutely nothing because the provincial partners have abandoned them, sponsors have abandoned them, and they were virtually being, you know, just left out in the woods here and couldn't seem to grasp it, which is the interesting part. We're going to chat now with Jennifer Quaid, who is an associate professor and the vice dean of research at the Faculty of Law, the civil section at the University of Ottawa. Jennifer, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Thanks, Shay, for having me on. Um, are, are you surprised, uh, like I am, that it took this long to get to what I think we all knew was the inevitable outcome several weeks ago, wasn't it? Oh, yes, I agree with you. It is amazing how long it took and um, how long they, they held out and just said, well, you know, this is scapegoating and we yeah, shouldn't be yeah. blamed for what happened before. Unfortunately, when you take the top job at an organization like that, you have to, you answer for the organization. And, you know, that's that's unfortunately how it has to play out. So I agree with you. It, it's surprising how long it took. When you take a look at typically how some sort of crisis involving, I don't know, a company, an organization like Hockey Canada, whatever the case may be, how they would be typically told to handle this or would have the experience and the wherewithal how to handle a situation like this. Um, how different is what Hockey Canada did? It seems to go against every convention of crisis management, doesn't it? Oh, yes, I agree. I, I, I think I'm not a, I'm not a management uh, professor. I'm a law professor. But if I were a management professor, it seems to me this is a, an excellent textbook example of what not to do. But it is interesting that, you know, it seems to happen more often than we expect that organizations um, do the exact opposite of what what should be staring them in the face. And that I think that the, the, fl- the main flaw here in terms of the new management, obviously I can't speak to, you know, before in the, in the sense that we don't know all the facts about that, although it does look pretty bad, is that you have to recognize when there's a problem and you have to recognize that you need to start taking steps to address it. And I think that's what this 
board and this management um, committee just didn't do. Yes. They couldn't see that, you know, they had to they had to regain confidence. That meant they had to do more than talk. They had to start doing some things differently. And so it's how they handled the crisis rather than the crisis itself that is, that's, I think, was yeah. their downfall. I think you're right. In terms of what the board may have subjected themselves to, ultimately it's cost them their positions, no question about that, and the CEO, but just the liability that Hockey Canada takes on in a situation like this, the way you handle these sorts of situations can really um, limit the amount of liability or uh, exacerbate it, can it not? I mean, the way they've handled this, they haven't done themselves any favor in terms of legal exposure or financial or anything like that. They haven't done themselves any favors, but it's hard at this stage, I have to admit, as someone who's on the outside, we don't have access to their financials. We don't have access to, you know, the minutes of meetings and how decisions were made. I mean, something I would really like to know is how the Risk Assessment Committee of the board looked at these issues. it, It seems from the outside that they were not following, you know, what would have been best practices in risk management um, at that time in 2018, certainly. Uh, so it's it's surprising, but, you know, without any information, it's hard to know. Usually the, the management team and board of directors who act for an organization or on behalf of an organization are not automatically personally liable. There has to be something more in there to, to subject them to personal liability, but it all depends on the facts, and, and we don't have a right, lot of information yeah. about who decided what and who knew what. Going forward from here, like I said, um, everybody's gone. The board of directors is gone. The CEO is gone. An interim management committee will be put in place, but they'll be gone by December 17th as a new slate of directors is to be uh, put forward for an upcoming election on December 17th. Does this seem a little more in line with what you would expect in a situation like this? Have they managed to get this train back on track, perhaps? Well, they've done, I think, what was what was the absolute bare minimum <laughs> table stakes. I mean, I you know, I'm I'm a hockey parent like many parents. I worry about the future of the organization and and you know, hockey is still a popular sport in Canada. Kids enjoy playing it. I hope that this organization can turn itself around because I worry what happens if if it doesn't make it and we have to create a new organization from scratch. I mean, yeah. maybe that's what's needed, but I what I hope is that we don't all believe that just this single act of changing the leadership, you know, once is the end of the story. I mean, organizations have to continue to adapt and stay on top of things. So there's no way we're going to snap our fingers and everything changes on December 17th. It's got to be a process. I think what they have to do, though, is send the signal that they're willing to do it. But actions are going to speak a lot louder than words. So it's we'll have to wait and see. No, oh, absolutely. And Canadians will be watching so closely. Um, Jennifer, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you for having me on. Bye. That is Jennifer Quaid, who is a Associate Professor and Vice Dean of Research at the Faculty of Law in the Civil Section at the University of Ottawa. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. (laughs) And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.